You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. Job chapter 29. Hear what Job said. This is what same thing Job was saying. Moreover, Job continued his parable and said, no, he was the wealthiest man in this. He said, before he lost everything, he said, oh, that I was as in months past, as in the days when God preserved me, when his what candle shone upon my head and when by his light, which means light came into my head, light entered into my mind. I walked through darkness. As I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon the tabernacle of my heart. In other words, Job said, listen, light came. Light, you look at it, it looks like there's confinement, light comes. You tell yourself, I didn't know that this, this was the place, you know, and you almost look at it, you know, I would have walked out of this table he prepared for me. Light comes. He pours that oil upon your head. Uh, that's, that's what God showed them in the wilderness, which means that every challenge they had, the solution was right there. When Moses, they got to the place where it was just bitter waters, they said, look, we're thirsty, and everything they drank, all right, was bitter, and they said, we can't continue drinking bitter waters. All right, God didn't take them on some long journey. He just showed Moses a branch. Cut that thing. Put it into these waters. It will be sweet. In other words, there's a table he has prepared right in the midst of that thing. The fact that you have never, where they were coming from, where you get water is from a certain place. God said the fact that there are no rivers doesn't mean that there is no water. Do you get what I'm saying here? We have been wired in a certain way. He says we need to rewire so that when you get to a point and people are saying, you tell them, look, I've walked through this path before. Don't just get, don't be hasty. I've walked, this is where. So I'm really hoping one staff will say we're going to Australia. So that will be 24 7. So that is 1 p.m., 1 a.m., we're at all, anything. Then you construct it and they'll say, man, people are so efficient. Because no matter the time we send a meal, somebody's replying. You say you people must be awake for we are not awake. <laughs> we are sleeping soundly, but somebody else, do you get what I'm saying? Without stress, is awake. It is not hard work. Do you get what I'm saying here? Well, you could sit down there and be government. <laughs> After all I did for this movie. <laughs> Actually, I took them. Okay, God is expanding you. Do you get what we're saying here? Look, let me show you this. Genesis 21. This is the first thing. All right? What you need to do is, instead of asking God to remove this thing, ask God to open my eyes. Open my eyes. It won't take days when you begin to see it. (laughs) 
Listen, Abraham taught Ishmael this principle. Ishmael was Abraham's first son, all right? Whichever way we look at it, now we can be going deep now, I'm saying Revelation, but at that point he was his first son, naturally speaking. And Abraham loved him because when he was going to release him, the Bible says it grieved Abraham. So Abraham must have taught Ishmael something, even though he was young. And said Ishmael, let me tell you the secrets that God taught me. And he must have taught him because Abraham was very rich in silver, gold, and cattle. This is why you must have no entitlement mentality. Nobody owes you anything. That your brother is rich doesn't mean you are rich. Do you get what I'm saying? They have a right to answer you or not to answer you. You can't start saying, oh, we're in the same room together. That's stolen. If you go to God, he will tell you, Jesus told them, he said, am I a judge over you? Let me teach you how your own ground will bring abundance. All right? So, he gave him a loaf of bread. This is your father that you can see wealth. He's telling you, I live in my house and I might not set my eyes on you again. And he gave him one loaf of bread and a bottle of water. And said, young man, good day to you. He must have shown him something. He knew that this thing marks three days it finishes. But you can go. You have a choice to sit down there and begin to grumble. He gave him two bread and a bottle of water gave to Hagar, put it on her shoulder and the child and sent her away. And you know you are sending them into the wilderness. And the scripture tells us they got to a point in verse 15 when the water was spent in the bottle, she cast her child under one of the shrubs and she went and sat her down over against him a good way off. As it were a bow shot. For she said, let me not see the death. Which means as far as she was concerned, this is the value of child. This boy is what? Dead. But as a mother, she couldn't see the deterioration of her child. Do you get what I'm saying? And see him cry in hunger. And, and, and Abraham sent him that way. There is a ruthlessness that gets you to your destiny. If everybody around you is emotional with you, they will trap you. And what happens, particularly in this part of the world, we are very, now there's a side of it that is good, but there's a side that is detrimental. Because, you know, we complain, corruption, corruption, but the truth of the matter is that if somebody's brother becomes governor, is the brother that is the governor, he throws a party that might, now, your brother becomes a governor. He goes to throw a party, or the classmates gather together, X something, something, and have a party that he is what? Governor. What are they saying? We are coming for your soul <laughs> to make a demand that as your classmates, yet it's the same people that will be on Twitter, 
Uh, we don't agree. But if he's their brother, and God help him, he says, go and submit it to my secretary. They will process, oh, the village we are. He took him. I'm trying to show you the valley you have to walk through to get to your destiny. And Abraham caught, like the family I grew up, who are all independent. So nobody is on anybody's crutches. In fact, at a point, I was Pentecostal. My junior star was Baptist. My mother was Anglican. So we get up in the morning, you enter your car, you go to Anglican Church, you head to uh, Pentecostal, you head to Baptist. We'll get home and share what you heard from Baptist, Pentecostal, and Anglican. It is what you believe. All right? So when he got to that point, she put him. And if you look at the scripture, the Bible says she sat, lifted up her voice, and did what? Wept. She started crying. This boy is dead. The valley of the shadow of death. Then an angel appeared. Now, it wasn't her prayer God heard. She had given up. It was the boy that prayed. That young boy got up and said, now this is what Abraham taught. When you get to an end in yourself, it is the beginning of God. The regions of faith begin when sense and sight fails. It is never over. Don't ever say it is over. It is never. It's just what you can see. All right, naturally speaking. The Bible says, God said, I heard the voice of the Lord. And the angel of the Lord called to Hagar out of heaven and said unto her, What aileth thee? Hagar, fear not. For God, he repeated it again, has heard the voice of the Lord where he is. It was that young boy that prayed. Because his father taught him. When I came out, I came out with nothing. All right? He said, listen, God blessed. And where the blessings started flowing is where there was a demand. Same thing he told Isaac. The minute famine came, he said, listen, adversity is the trigger of the covenant. Darkness is what triggers the light. You cannot have distinction without pressure. But once that pressure comes, all right, the issue is open my eyes. So, God said ahead. But now, let's go back to it. And he said ahead. Now, she was looking around. There was no water. Okay? Heard the voice of the Lord. Angel called. Arise, lift him up, and hold him in thy hand, for I will make him a great nation. Which means, before, before he said that, take the boy up. That's what I'm saying. It looks like everything the company is about is you're going through the value of the shadow of death. Inside that thing is the breakthrough for the next level. It is one level that, you see, any organization that goes down. I mean, we all know the product cycle here. Where you birth, you grow, you get to the point where you peak, you become productive, and what has to happen is you must pivot or else the decline sets in. Now, at that point, once the decline starts, even if, well, let's even say it starts, you as a leader will see it before any other person sees it. 
it is at that point you need to understand that there has to be a massive change which is God open my eyes let me see what is inside this thing that now will take us to the next level so hold you hold the thing up and say you shall live and not die you will become a great nation prophesied and then verse 19 and God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water God did not create the well of water God opened her eyes. Badagri, are you ready? The Covenant Nation announces the opening of its Badagri Center on Sunday, February 6th, 2022. Come with your friends, family, and children to worship with the Covenant Nation in Badagri as Pastor Kwaju Oyemade ministers every Sunday from February 6th, 2022. Venue is the Badagri Theater along Hospital Road by PWD Bus Stop, Badagri. Time is 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. every Sunday. For more information, call 0818-600-0021. The Covenant Nation is now in Badagri. See you in church. Powered by the Covenant Nation. God is not going to create the table. He has already prepared it. What he needs to do is to open your eyes to see it. And once you see it there, then you will say to yourself, that's the key here. So you are walking through the valley of the shadow of death. All right, don't be moved. There is something, there is a table that he has prepared right there in the presence of your enemies and he wants to anoint your head. Don't start complaining about what this person did or what that person did. He wants to anoint your head full stop. He wants to anoint your head full stop. I mean, look, I, I mean, as bad as COVID was, but like the attitude of one entrepreneur, one of the biggest entrepreneurs, I think it was, uh, what's his name now? So they asked him, he said, write what I'm saying down. When, during the lockdown, he said, America is a nation of innovation. We have always seen that when there's depression, great companies are born. He said, out of this lockdown, we're going to see the biggest companies we'll see in 10, 15 years' time will be born during this time because some people will allow themselves to be rewired. Do you get what I'm saying? You can blame this person, blame China, blame that person, blame this, see all those things or you can see what God has prepared. Uh, you can say, well, uh, I just shouldn't have sacked me. I don't, I'm telling you, I will, you can do that or you can see. Just understand that is by the determinate counsel and the foreknowledge of God. You are working with God. So as we close, let's look at this here. Psalm 16 and verse 5. Why? So there is another way of looking at it that will minister peace and quietness. The veil will be lifted and you will make you see the table that he has prepared. Psalm 16, verse 5. The Lord is the portion of my inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my Lord. The lines are falling unto me in pleasant places. Yea, he says, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. 
The, my rains also instruct me in the night seasons. Then he said this, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh shall also rest in hope. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou or I suffer the Holy One to see corruption. Thou wilt show me, really what it means is you've shown me the path of life, which means you discover the path of life when you are going through those things. You will understand life. It says, in thy presence there is fullness of joy, and thy right hand there are uh, pleasures for life. So he said this, he said, I have placed the Lord, or says right before me. In other words, what I do is that, I mean, let's cut this short of time. I place this word here right before my eyes. Now, I want to show you something. Acts chapter 2. Let's go back. Verse 22. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. I want to show you what prophetic power is. A man approved of God among you by miracles, signs, wonders, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves also know. Him being delivered. By the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God you have taken. And by wicked hands you have crucified and slain him. Whom God hath raised up, being loosed from the pains of death. Because it was not possible. Next week I'll talk about that. That you should be holding of it. For David, and I want you to get this, speaketh concerning him. I foresaw the Lord always before my face. For is at my right hand I should not be moved. Therefore my heart rejoice. My tongue was glad. Moreover also my flesh will rest in hope. Because thou will not leave my soul in hell. Neither will thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Thou hast made me know the ways of life. And thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance. Now hear what Peter said. Men and brethren. Let me speak freely unto you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried. His sepulchre is with us until this day. Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God hath sworn an oath to him, that of the fruit of his loins according to his flesh, he will raise up Christ to sit on his throne. He's seen this before. He seen this before, which means his eyes were opened. He's seen this before, speck of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul will not be left in hell, neither his flesh seek corruption. Look at the next verse. This Jesus hath God raised up, wherefore, whereof we are all witnesses. What he's saying here is that God used the prophetic utterances of David to raise Jesus. If David never said those words, God would have had no grounds to raise anybody. Whatever he's going to do, somebody must see it and say it. You can't wait for somebody to say it for you. The Bible says, as it's written, I believe, therefore I speak. We also believe, therefore we do what? Speak. That the same spirit that raised up Jesus shall raise us up. In other words, it is what you say in the valley of the shadow of death you are going to experience shortly. 
When David was going through it, his eyes were opened and he saw certain things and said certain things. And God used those words and said, David has said these things. Jesus entered into the experience and God used those words to bring Jesus out. The greatest capital you can leave for your children is not money. It's words you speak over their life. Look, you know when a person is at the point of death, what they say is heavy. Are you following what I'm saying? You can make pronouncements. That's why if any child does anything to you that is good, pronounce things over them. If they do something that is bad, shut up. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why Isaac, Abraham said, sorry, Isaac said, give me the venison that I love, that my soul may bless you. That means when they do something and it creates pleasure in your soul, speak words at that moment. But if they do something that creates anger, shut up. Because if you speak wrong things, they may fight against those words for the rest of their life. Words never die. Are you from saying? So when you are through the valley of the shadow of death, that's why the Bible says, Joseph, leaning on his staff as he was dying, prophesied. When you are walking through the valley of the shadow of death, that's where prophetic utterances are. In other words, we are always being delivered unto death that the life of Jesus may be made manifest in our mortal flesh. Those are movements for prophetic utterances. And so when David was in that situation, God could trust David that if I take David through this, David will ask for his eyes to be opened instead of complaining. And he will say it out. You will not suffer my soul to see corruption. Not that he'll be saying, I don't know where this God is. I don't know where this God is. After all the praise I give him. Ah, I give my tithe, I fast. Do you understand what I'm saying? Can God trust you? Do you get what I'm saying? Where you release spiritual substance. Because God can only use the words you speak. I've said this before. A prophet is not a speaker. They are called words? Seers. The reason why their words are that powerful is because they have seen something. When you are going through those situations, he removes the veil. See what I have prepared. And then when you say it, God now takes those words and can act upon it. Let's just rise to our feet. If you are going through anything this moment, just rise to your feet here. I want to declare this words. You are going through anything this morning that you consider to be the valley of the shadow of death. This message came as a word for certain people. And God will confirm his word with signs following. Therefore, if you are in that situation experiencing the pains, as the Bible says, of death, walking through the valley of the shadow of death this moment where you see things that want to create fear on the inside, 
The bill has piled up. The creditors have given a deadline. You've heard words about the condition. Or certain things have happened. I say in the name of Jesus Christ into your life. According to the word of the Lord this morning. It is not possible that those chains of death hold on to you. They are broken from your life this moment. Even if you are a lawful captive, you did something wrong. The lawful captives are set free. The prey of the mighty has been delivered in the name of Jesus. I declare your eyes are opened. God anoints your head with fresh oil. Through the wisdom of the Spirit of God, you will come out of that situation not only delivered but honored. New life comes into your business. New life comes into your career. New wine flows into your marriage in the name of Jesus. Fear not, for it's by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God. And there is a table he has prepared for you. That table, you'll find it in the name of Jesus. And you'll feed fat out of it in the name of Jesus Christ. It is well with you. Go in peace. For the victory is yours. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. Are you ready? The Covenant Nation announces the opening of its Badagri Center on Sunday, February 6, 2022. Come with your friends, family, and children to worship with the Covenant Nation in Badagri as Pastor Kwadu Oyemade ministers every Sunday from February 6, 2022. Venue is the Badagri Theater along Hospital Road by PWD Bus Stop, Badagri. Time is 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. every Sunday. For more information, call 0818-600-0021. The Covenant Nation is now in Badagri. See you in church. Powered by the Covenant Nation. Thank you for watching today's program. To listen to the full message or any other messages, please visit www.elibrary.insightsforliving.org. And to find out more about the Covenant Nation, visit www.insightsforliving.org or download the C3 Live app on Android or iOS. God bless you.